The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, as you've heard during the 630 Chad newscast, Old Renfrew is closing their store in downtown Edmonton. Officials say they're closing all their small format stores across the country in an effort to focus on larger stores that they feel can let them host the experiences and deep merchandise of their core brand. I'm not sure what that means, but uh, joining us is Craig Patterson. He will know what that means. He is the editor-in-chief of Retail Insider and director of applied research at the University of Alberta School of Retailing. Hi, Craig. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Alrighty, were you surprised at this news at all? No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, the reason I wasn't surprised, honestly, is to, well, for two reasons. Number one, the store is much, much, much smaller than all of the other whole Renfrew stores, or at least it will be by the end of 2020. Um, furthermore, Louis Vuitton, which is a uh, luxury brand inside the store, was said to be doing about half of all the sales in the store. Mm. Louis Vuitton is moving out to West Edmonton Mall and abandoning whole Renfrew uh, in December of this year, and I predicted Holtz would close in January. And I don't want to say I told you so, but I was I told correct. you so, yeah. Well, you know what? I found that the article that you had uh, written last year looking, and I think it was last year, last year, 18 months ago, and it was kind of looking at the the whole uh, Renfrew brand across the country and the different stores in, in the different markets. And again, as you said, you know, in, in Alberta, Holt Renfrew operates stores in Calgary, Edmonton. Um, but yeah, you had said at that point, you didn't think it was going to last that long, sales, that sort of thing. Boy, oh boy, you know, I don't know, part of me says, you know, is that going to be a big hit for downtown? Edmonton or not, because I still wonder how many people actually shop in that place. Yeah, I mean, Louis Vuitton was said to be doing about $20 million a year in sales, and that's really substantial. Wow. That's more than half of the sales in that entire Holt Renfrew space. So, you know, losing Louis Vuitton from the downtown core, you know, is really going to limit the number of wealthy people that will come downtown to shop. And I think there's actually a bigger story at play here, because, uh, you know, we've noticed that, uh, you know, Escada and Burks left the Manulife Centre already. Uh, I believe they left last year. Um, you know, Zanari's the cafe is moving, and, you know, rumour has it to Henry Singh, is going to be moving to the ice district. So mm. uh, there's a lot of stuff happening. Uh, Edmonton City Centre is, uh, that's what it's, I think, still called, or Edmonton, yeah, Edmonton yes, City Centre, yeah. uh, you know, is for sale, and uh, rumour has it that the Hudson Bay store might close in, that, really? in downtown Edmonton. Okay, you want to expand on that? What are you hearing about the Hudson Bay store in downtown Edmonton? The only thing, you know, and it's just sort of rumors. I, I can't confirm anything, but, you know, I've heard from multiple sources that at least it's under consideration. Uh, you know, nothing, again, is confirmed. But if downtown Edmonton were to lose those two larger anchor stores, yeah. you know, even though the Ice District is, you know, gorgeous and, you know, is nearing completion, uh, you know, downtown Edmonton in decades past, certainly when I was a kid, uh, you know, it had four department stores, Woodward's, Eaton's, uh, you know, the Hudson Bay Company and Holt Renfrew were downtown and there was a grocery store, you know, in the basement of Woodward's, and the area was thriving. And, and I wouldn't say that downtown Edmonton is necessarily thriving today, unfortunately, despite the best efforts of everyone involved. Well, I mean, yeah, I'll have to be honest with you on, on this one, Craig. When I moved here in 2000, December of 2000, I thought downtown Edmonton was the last place on earth that I wanted to be. I actually quite enjoy going down uh, downtown now, especially, you know, on the weekends with the with the, with the the market to do a little bit of, um, you know, strolling through some of the smaller shops, which I think have, have made downtown Edmonton more appealing. But I'm not sure that I'm ever going downtown uh, Edmonton to go to any of the big stores like the Holtz or Bay or anything like that. What do you think about? What do you think about? Um, you know, maybe the success and the, the the way things have transformed a little bit with some of these these smaller independently owned stores in downtown Edmonton and 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 how they're faring. 
I mean, I'm a big supporter of independent retailers, and Edmonton, uh, downtown Edmonton has some really, really good ones. Uh, but, you know, there are certainly challenges. Uh, you know, I was uh, speaking to a retailer that's got a store on 104th Street. I don't know if I should say their name, but, you know, they're looking at leaving because, um, you know, the 104th Street Farmer's Market, which uh, leaves on Saturdays mm-hmm. typically during the summers, you know, is, is relocating. So, you know, that's been announced, and there's going to be some major construction there. So, you know, I do know that some uh, retailers, say, on the streets or even in the downtown shopping centers are struggling and you know losing uh, retailers like Holt Renfrew even if not a lot of people were shopping there there were people shopping there that had money and yeah I mean I, you know and you, you can't discount the power of a wealthy person shopping mm-hmm. I mean uh, you know luxury stores uh, they survive on you know individuals who are aspiring to buy luxury and they save up for it but <clears throat> you've got certain you know people that who are extremely wealthy that will buy a lot of stuff. This is why Louis Vuitton was doing so well. And, you know, the Edmonton market, uh, you know, a lot of the luxury sales are going to, say, international students going to the University of Alberta who are shopping in uh, in Edmonton, which I think is really, really interesting. When I was working at U of A and living in Edmonton, I, uh, you know, see a lot of MCM backpacks. It's a uh, luxury German brand that students had. And, you know, they're 800 to over $1,000. And, I mean, I think my backpack when I was in university was like 20 bucks, probably from, you know, Bentley. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that, that's fascinating. Um, yeah, yeah, I just, you know, I, I look at that, you know, the big tower that's going in downtown in Ice District. I know some of the, some folks who are moving in there, some very well-off, well-known folks who are, who are moving in there. And I, I'm wondering if that, if that draw to some of the the housing areas in downtown Edmonton, well, I, I'm guessing it's not. If they're packing up and leaving, they're seeing something. They're seeing something else. With the challenge, then, with with people leaving, or like for example, Louis Vuitton leaving um, leaving downtown or leaving Holtz uh, and and moving over to West Edmonton Mall. What is you know is there a, is there a battle going on between you know West Edmonton Mall, maybe let's say even like Southgate and stuff like that, compared to you know downtown? What does that look like? How do they determine where they're going to go and why? Oh, definitely. Um, it's, it's really unquestionable. I do the uh, study every year for Retail Council of Canada and the shopping centers and uh, the productivity. And, you know, um, Southgate Centre is Canada's fifth most productive shopping centre in terms of sales per square foot annually. And that's tremendous. It's a, it's the only shopping centre outside of Vancouver and Toronto area in Canada that would rank that highly. So, uh, you know, that centre has proven numbers. And, you know, West Edmonton Mall, some of the top-selling stores in the world for their respective brands are at West Edmonton Mall. And I'm talking, you know, Lululemon, Victoria's Secret. And, you know, it's not just an amusement park. People are actually shopping in West Edmonton Mall. Tiffany is very, very happy in West Edmonton Mall, you know, Tiffany & Co., the the jeweler. So, you know, Louis Vuitton probably made the right move. Uh, I think West Edmonton Mall just needs some valet parking now. I've suggested this uh, to them, and we'll see where that goes. But... uh, you know, the one thing about shopping centers is they're, you know, indoor shopping centers, that is, they're climate controlled. So mm-hmm. you know, people are able to go there or park for free uh, generally, which, uh, you know, unfortunately is a challenge in downtowns. And, uh, you know, you're able to go to a retailer and say, look, our retailers make, you know, $2,000 a square foot. Come here and we'll build you a 2,000 square foot space. And uh, I think that's why the, you know, suburban malls are thriving. And, and I also don't think that a lot of people in Edmonton are embracing downtown shopping, uh, unfortunately. And I think that, you know, that is partly to blame as well. Why do you think um, they're not embracing downtown shopping? Is it the traveling? Is it the parking? Is it all of that? I think it's all of the above. I mean, I, <laughs> I was just in Edmonton and parked my car that I, I had a rental car and uh, I was blown away by, you know, the par- price of parking. I think it's higher than downtown Toronto and parts of Edmonton. I was near the legislature. Maybe I was in the wrong area, but 
Um, you know, number one, you know, if parking is really expensive. People are going to have sticker shock and they're not going to want to come down. Even if a person, is, like, you know, I know people that are quite wealthy in Edmonton who won't even go downtown because of the cost of parking, which, you know, in my mind is a bit silly, but that's, <laughs> you know, that, that's them. I mean, that's what they're saying. So, you know, and Edmonton as a city generally is quite suburban. I mean, you know, it's a city with a lot of, you know, detached houses and, you know, people have vehicles and vacation homes, uh, you know, and lakes nearby and whatnot. And, you know, Edmonton's a prosperous city, but it's not a city that really has embraced its downtown core say in the same way as Toronto or Vancouver have. And that lack of density has resulted in challenges to retailers in the uh, downtown core of Edmonton. Craig Patterson is the editor-in-chief of Retail Insider and the director of applied research at the University of Alberta School of Retailing and pleased to have him on the phone this afternoon. You mentioned Southgate uh, being the fifth most uh, productive what uh, shopping centre in, in the country. Um, why is it doing so well? Is it just the okay. location? A little bit. I think it's it's sort of almost like a recipe or, you know, there's a few different factors out there that are making it great. Uh, Southgate Centre has a really good mix of retailers. You know, it's got RH, you know, likes of, you know, Coach and Zara. And I mean, some of those are also in West Edmonton Mall, but it's, you know, West Edmonton Mall is a very, very busy, gigantic shopping centre, as we all know that. You know, a lot of tourists go there. Almost 50% of visitors are from out of town. I guess you can call those tourists. I mean, they may be from Fort McMurray, but nevertheless, you know, whereas Southgate Centre is, you know, it's a super premium regional centre that really caters to Edmontonians and, you know, has a great mix of stores. Uh, you know, parking is, you know, reasonably easy to obtain. Um, you know, the mall is attractive inside. Uh, I, you know, I think Londonderry looks a little nicer, but, you know, Southgate is great for Edmonton. So, uh, you know, and <laughs> You know, uh, Southgate's performing much better than London Dairy. Although London Dairy is going to be announcing a very exciting retailer, I don't know if they've announced it yet. But anyways, <laughs> Craig, <laughs> but, you, you can't know, do that to me. <laughs> it, it, it might be H and M. I think the hoarding might be up already. But okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. But um, you know, Southgate Center. It's just a great shopping center all around. You know, it's a great. It, it serves the local area, and you know, it'll be even getting even better when they uh, you know upgrade the. Uh, you know, 260,000 square foot retail space where Sears was, the old uh, Woodward space for those that are old enough to remember that. Oh boy, Craig, I'm curious about uh, online shopping and the impact on on, uh, on some of these uh, these stores and uh, these shopping centres. I know I do a lot of my shopping now online because it's easy to take it back or uh, you know, whatever. Um, what, what are we seeing on that front? I'm sure you'd track all of that as well and the impact on uh, on the bricks and mortar stores. Absolutely. I mean, some retailers are definitely taking a hit because of online sales. Uh, you know, it's easy to shop online. And retailers now, you know, if you can buy something online, a retailer that has a physical store is competing against anything that takes your time and money. So that can be a movie theater, a restaurant, even a sunny day. Um, you know, the question is, you know, I use Payless Shoes as an example. Why would I go to an underwhelming Payless Shoe store? They no longer exist in Canada. Um, you know, when I could buy something online and spend my, uh, you know, valuable time doing something else because, you know, it was always... Uh, I found the stores rather unpleasant, honestly, to to go into. I think a lot of people felt that way. And, you know, they weren't terrible. They just weren't interesting. And uh, I think that we're seeing now, you know, still more than 90% of retail sales are done in physical stores. You know, e-commerce is still less than 10% of retail in Canada. So it is taking a bite. But, uh, you know, if retailers are able to create a reason why people should come into the store, be it an interesting experience or, you know, something novel, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, technology that will be coming into Canadian retailers in the next two to three years. I, I don't think physical retail is going to die. I think okay. it's just going to get more interesting and amusing. I, you know, I uh, fell in love and I'm sure you, you've probably heard of uh, Third Love. Um, they sell uh, uh, bras. No, let's put it this way. They sell bras online. It's called Third Love and it's all done online. And who would have ever thought 
for a woman to buy a bra online. Typically, it's always been you got to go in, you got to try it on, you fist and you, you fuss and you fiddle with it and all that sort of stuff. But they're, the, 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 the way that they have set it up and their exchange policy, what they do with the, 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 um, the, the bras that have been returned, absolutely phenomenal. And I'm seeing more and more people liking that sort of idea but I think it comes down to a lot with the customer service with that online uh, with that online company or even just the convenience the ease of the transaction yeah. and the price you know these are all going to be things and there's technology coming down you know a company called Passen P-A-S-S-E-N this isn't an advertorial <laughs> we're not promoting them but what they've come up with is a technology where they basically take all your measurements from head to toe so they know your waist size your yep. Hip size. I don't know a lot about buying bras, honestly. I've never done it, but I, <laughs> but nevertheless, you know, it's I believe health. they're supposed to fit properly, right? That's important. So, or it can cause some issues, perhaps, you know, health-wise down Absolutely. the road. But uh, you know, in terms of uh, you know that, I think we're going to see technology where uh, you know be able to order things online and know that they're actually going to fit you. So you know that will you know further erode sales, I think, to physical brick-and-mortar retailers, or at least those that aren't creating you know that compelling in-store experience. So. Uh, you know, uh, there's so much innovation. You know, I get uh, contacted a lot by a lot of companies that are doing, you know, the next newest and biggest thing at retail, or at least they say they are. And mm-hmm. in some cases, they definitely are. So, you know, I think that, you know, we're in for a lot of change in Canada and you know, I think globally in the area of retail. We're going to see more online stores. We're going to see more exciting things. And we're going to see other shopping centers in Canada become like West Edmonton Mall. Uh, I can tell you they're going to announce either end of this week or early next week that a major landlord is going to be putting entertainment centers into their shopping centers. And none of them will be in Edmonton yet, but it's going to be somewhat similar. So West Edmonton Mall got it right all along. And that's why, you know, they're, they're getting Louis Vuitton. And that's why whole Renfrew was going to move into the mall. I mean, I could talk about some of that if you wanted. I think I'm sort of permitted to talk about it. But, you know, whole Renfrew has been in negotiations. They were going to open a downtown store at Edmonton Center, uh, Edmonton City Center, I should say, in the old Edmonton Center building facing Churchill Square. And, you know, it would have been, you know, eighty to 100,000 square feet. It would have extended all the way along the square, you know, but then oil prices went down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then West Edmonton Mall, you know, had two great spaces for whole rent through and, and Nordstrom. And, you know, neither came to fruition. So, you know, it's, I, I don't think, you know, Holt Renfrew could always come back into the Edmonton market. And the reason I say that is Holt did leave the Calgary market in the early 80s. And, um, you know, Holt Renfrew had two stores in Calgary. They were much, much, much smaller than they are now. One was at the Chinook Center and one was uh, at the Penny Lane Mall downtown, which has since been long demolished. And, you know, Holt's actually left the market for like at least yeah. a couple of years and then came back with his little store at the uh, Calgary Eaton Center, funny enough, <laughs> named by a competitor, a much larger store. And, uh, you know, now uh, Holt Renfrew occupies the former Eaton store itself in downtown Calgary. Uh, Craig, fascinating stuff. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. There you go, Craig Patterson, joining me this afternoon, the editor-in-chief of Retail Insider. Chedville, are you going downtown to do shopping?